This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do. You yeah. Know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it. Um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah. So click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. In today's podcast, we're going to talk all the juicy details of Splash. Yeah, it was a great time. We're going to give you the the inside scoop on what Splash Atlanta was, what 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 a Splash takeover is like, um, what kind of you know things were there, and then uh, once we kind of give the overview of that, we'll give into uh, give you a few of the details about what uh, me and Lacey got into. I did something naughty. You did a few naughty things. Mm-hmm. You were much naughtier than normal. I mean, I wouldn't say that. What would you say? I mean, I was naughty, but not. I mean, I can tell you're kind of just as a little side note, but you're you're starting to come back out of your shell. Yeah, I feel like I've kind of was closed off for a while. It was, I mean, it was since your surgery. Yeah, and I think everything kind of blew up, and like all eyes are on ice, and so that's a different role to take. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like. It's yeah, hard. I don't know. I don't know. For me, it seems like it really was your surgery. Yeah, though. I mean, it probably was my surgery. Yeah. You're, you're probably. If not. I had to put it, because you were. I mean, we had the. But you're right. We weren't. We weren't as big as it is now. But yeah, I mean, I think it. Everything got huge, and then there's like drama, and they're just in my boobs, and I don't know. I just kind of had to find my way again. You're back. I'm back, and now I'm having surgery again. <laughs> <laughs> um, just like a side note, I'm having. Um, a scar revision surgery for my boobs in July. So that's coming up in about like right out of mine. So yeah, we, we fit that perfectly between events. Yeah. 
So if you see me at Secrets, I may have a top on yeah. because I still may be recovering, but maybe not. We don't know. I'm hoping this is a lot easier this time than it was last time. So, okay, let's talk about Splash, not my boobs. Okay. So what, let's start with, first of all, what what is a Splash um, event? So it's just a hotel takeover. They call it Splash because that's kind of their theme. I'm assuming. Um, so it's all centered around water. The hotel was a four-star hotel that had a rather large indoor-outdoor pool with a hot tub. And then they kind of took that theme into the playrooms. Um, I, I mean, probably not the ballroom, but definitely the playrooms. It's just kind of, I took that that theme and ran with it, I guess. Yeah. So, so Splash is a complete hotel takeover. Um, and really... I, I guess the difference about this splash event versus um, some of the normal, not I don't want to say normal, but some of the other events mm-hmm. we've done is this was a four day, three night yeah. um, party. Which is, I mean, honestly, like that really makes a difference. I mean, because like if you just go for one night, it's like a whirlwind. Right. And honestly, it's really hard to make connections. Mm-hmm. Almost like going into a club. If you don't know anybody, it's hard to like get there, have fun, dance, meet a couple, close a deal, go to the play room go home at a decent time like that's really hard to do in a night so the multiple nights helps with that yeah if i had to describe like splash for people that maybe have been you know have some idea about have been in the lifestyle for a while it's almost like hotel takeover meets like a secrets resort mm-hmm. slash hedo kind of mm-hmm. i mean you're having pool parties during the day then club nights at night and then they got the playroom i mean it's yeah. a it's a whole like thing it's like almost like a vacation destination more than just a hotel takeover honestly like i almost forgot we were in atlanta georgia like it almost felt like we were at somewhere like near the beach or like just at a destination yeah you know not in yeah it it had more of a lifestyle vacation feel to it than like a normal just one night hotel takeover agree yeah and so if people aren't familiar with hotel takeovers typically most of them do have an optional two nights. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first night is really like the Friday night is more of like a meet and greet in the bar and mix and mingle. But they yeah. don't do the club. They don't do pool. They don't, yeah. you know, it's just a mix and mingle on Friday night. And then it's Saturday night. optional. A lot of people don't do that. Right. And then Saturday night is the all out mm-hmm. club playrooms, you know, the whole. This was crawl. definitely like a convention slash hotel takeover. It was like a hotel takeover on steroids kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely had. So, you know, to get into it, um, it had more of that convention feel. Um, yeah. So they brought in vendors. I mean, uh, you know, we we had gotten there a day early and we had set up um, kind of to be a vendor. You know, we were just passing out, um, you know, cards and T-shirts and, you know, kind of doing meet and greet stuff and selling some T-shirts and stuff like that. But they brought in all kinds of people. I mean, they yeah. had they had Habit Magazine there. Mm-hmm. They had uh, the Tugs uh, people there. They had a couple different um, sex shop type yeah, stores. Yeah, they had Liberator, which has all the, like, cushions and you know of course they had like dildos and stuff like that too but they had some hot and then like a couple of like boutique places mm-hmm. they had like pasties and sex games and it was it was fun it was a good mix of a little and then of course like cassidy was a big sponsor sdc was there um they had a 360 photo booth that was kind of in the middle of all that so it was fun yeah very much convention yeah um, and like we said, we got there Wednesday night. And so we were setting up Thursday morning before everybody else was checking in. Um, and they would not uh, even let us set up until they had cleared the hotel of anybody that wasn't there for the event. Correct. There's, there's a few stragglers that were checking out late. And uh, mm-hmm. we kind of 
all were sitting around waiting for them to get out before they would even yeah. let us bring out anything that said swinger or, or, you know. Yeah, and I'm sure that's to protect the hotel, but also to be respectful of the other people that are still there. Yeah, and then once those guests were gone and they set up, I mean, they took over for sure the entire hotel. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they blocked off the windows, the doors, uh, they put signs everywhere. The signage was legit. Like they had, they did really well in their marketing. Yeah. They had uh, security outside of the door mm-hmm. with a by name roster of who was even allowed to even mm-hmm. enter the hotel at all. Yeah. Um, so kind of like almost multiple layers of security to oh, get in. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then you got an armband when you got in. And if by chance you ever lost your armband or took it off or anything, like they would stop you. Like one in our group, hers popped off one night mm-hmm. and they like came and got her and was like, you have to have it replaced and then we actually cut ours off because we took some like really hot pictures and we immediately had to go back and have a new one replaced because they would find you and be like you're out of here yeah there was no um there's no give on that there's no give on that Mm -hmm. uh yeah and so like Lacey said this was a four-star hotel Mm -hmm. um i think they described it as like a convention center type hotel Mm -hmm. so which means it was a big what was it, six-story hotel? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely probably like a smaller size convention hotel, but still as far as hotels, it mm-hmm. was a big hotel. Like you said, 600, um, I mean, not 600, sorry, six floors. I think something like 350 couples were there. Right. So I don't know how many rooms that was. It was between would... three and 400 couples. So I yeah. assume somewhere between three and 400 rooms. I know they sold a lot of day passes. So I don't know how many people didn't have hotel rooms. But I mean, it was a lot of people and it was a pretty busy place. But at the same time, I never felt like any one area was too packed. Like it did, a, they did a very good job of like spacing it out. I was even kind of worried about the pool area because it didn't appear to be as big as I thought it was going to be. But never at the pool did I feel like it was cramped. Not, did you? not any worse than a Hito or a Secrets. Yeah. Or, I mean, mm-hmm. it, you know, the pool is busy. Yeah. Um, but, but it's you not like. Yeah. yeah, you didn't feel like, oh, my God, there's too many people in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the, the pool. So it had an indoor, outdoor pool space. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the indoor pool had also had like a 12-person hot tub. Something yeah, like something that. like that. Mm-hmm. I think we fit almost to, to, 20 people in there at one point in time. <laughs> the water was like coming over. Yeah. yeah but, you know, but that's what swingers do. That is what swingers do. Um, in the outdoor pool space um, during the day, they threw pool parties and they threw like keto or yeah. secrets type pool yeah. parties. I mean, they had a DJ. Um, they had uh, their DJs were kind of throwing part of the pool party, but then they brought in front porch swingers and they kind of hosted, I think, on Saturday mm-hmm. some different games and stuff like that, which that's not, you know, we've had pool parties before at, at hotel takeovers, but never like. With games and the whole yeah. DJ and the mm-hmm. whole, I mean, that was very much more of a secret or a yeah. ego type. And I think the DJ, we met him actually and got to talk to him. He was like a former DJ from like Studio 54. I mean, so he was like legit. The only thing I would say that I didn't like is there was no sexual acts mm-hmm. outside. You could be completely nude. You topless, whatever, but you couldn't do anything. Yeah, I wonder why, like if you can be naked, why couldn't you? I don't know, because they definitely had like black um, yeah. like barriers, so that way no one could peek in. So I don't, I'm sure there was some legality, something there. But to be honest with you, I saw sexual acts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just think like when it came to the games, they yeah. wouldn't let you perform like anything like that. Because I guess they, but if you were doing it where they were really. Yeah, I'm sure it's you know, something to do with lawyers or something. I'm but, sure. Uh, but like you said, you know, whoever picked that hotel, they definitely did a good you know, they, they researched it very well because it had like 
12 foot fences. Yeah. Then they came and they blacked those fences out Mm -hmm. completely. So there was no, I mean, unless you flew over in an airplane, there was no way you were seeing into Mm -hmm. that, that place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the DJ in the games. So that was, that was fun. That's different. I mean, that's something you don't normally get from a a hotel takeover type situation. No, It's more typical of like a lifestyle vacation resort type uh, place. Yeah. A lot of hotels will have a pool party, but it's just, it's not an organized pool party. They they might have music or, you know, playing out there. Yeah, but but not not a DJ, not games, stuff like that. Right. At least not that we've experienced Mm -hmm. anywhere else as of yet. Um... All right. Anything else about the the hotel or the vendors or the the, the basic space? The playrooms. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. Um, but just anything else? But no. I mean, I really they had it like a, I don't know if I said they had a restaurant. They had like a snack bar, which was really nice. We ended up going out to eat pretty much every night or ordering something in. Um, it was really close to Chick Fil A, so as far as eating, there was plenty of options right around. Yeah, it was for you know a hotel that allowed nudity out by the pool it was centrally located to mm. i mean there was plenty of restaurants and things right mm-hmm. down the like street even walking distance yeah i don't remember what part of atlanta it was in but it's you know i don't it, remember it's, I'm not in, a, in a pretty busy part of atlanta mm-hmm. uh okay yeah and so the next area we'll kind of talk about is the, the club area what, what do you want to i really liked it um you know we've always said vibe was our favorite club experience this rivaled that however the music (laughs) now it just depended they swapped out the djs quite often Uh so it depended on the dj some djs were like on fire but then like 30 minutes later they'd switch and then it would like almost like buzz kill yeah like at one point they were doing the ymca (laughs) it was almost like a lot of the music was geared to an older crowd and i think there was a younger crowd there so it was like it would be like the music would do well, and then it would just, like, tank. Yeah. And then it would do well again, and then it would tank again. So I think, you know, I don't have a lot of criticism of Splash, but if I could give one, it's like maybe and, – and I know that's hard because you have people from the age 20 mm-hmm. to 70 probably there. Yeah. So how do you make all of those people happy? I, that is a hard one. I don't know the answer, but I definitely felt like a lot of times, like people weren't dancing because the music was just sh- not <laughs> shit. I mean, that sounds so mean, but you know what I mean. It just it could be better. Yeah. No. So yeah, the club area was, you know. So when we say club area, what these hotel takeovers do is they take over the ballroom. Most of these bigger hotels have a, a ballroom or a convention room, mm-hmm. some kind of big room and they turn it essentially into a club yeah um now other hotel takeovers we've seen they just kind of come in with a dj booth and kind of set up some speakers and a dj and that's that's the club they'll, they'll slap up some lights yeah. um, this was these guys came notch. in with like actual i don't know what you even call it, the piping like where you put up the pipes and hang lights off them and stuff yeah, like almost like, like what you would see in a club like there's lights everywhere yeah. and laser lights and fog lights and stripper fog poles. machines and stripper poles and, and they had know. something cool that i had never seen they had these blow up like they almost look like igloos in mm, each yeah. corner it's almost like a selfie station which i really love that because right. they wanted you to be able to use your phone and take pictures in a like a proper setting yeah. yeah i think you know we talked about this a little bit with the social media episode which was I don't know, a couple episodes back, I think at this point, but, uh, I think that's a smart move by the, 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 the organization instead of trying to 
get people to completely get rid of phones is give people a place to use it. Yeah. Right. So instead of saying no cell phones, keep them in your locker, keep them in your room, keep them outside. Don't even bring them here. You put up these little booths and say, okay, if you need to use a phone, yeah. that's where we want to see you taking pictures. And plenty of people were using them. Oh, I mean, yeah, we used them. They were them. pretty busy, yeah. you know. They weren't packed. It wasn't like a line out the no, door. No, no, not them. at all. But, yeah, so I think instead of trying to fight people to not use cell phones, giving them the space to do that is, I think that's the better way of handling yeah. that type of situation. Yeah. Um, um, it was very hot in that ballroom. And I we ended up talking to Bobby, who you heard last week's podcast. Or I don't know if you were there, but I did. Were you there when we t- I talked yeah, to him about no, the air? I was there, yeah. Something was going on with the air. And he was bringing in people. And I, I know he was trying super hard. I think they went to like. They were fixing the hotel's air conditioning. Yeah, they went to like Lowe's or Home Depot and bought like every fan they had. I mean, they definitely did yeah. everything they could. But to be honest with you, I can't think of one hotel takeover that the ballroom is like properly air conditioned. Yeah. It's that, just. That- was not as standard. bad as we've experienced in the yeah. past, but it definitely was a little warm. It was warm very hot. Like each night I had like cute outfits and I was very quickly losing garments because it was just that hot in there. Like the white night I had like a long sleeve romper on. I lasted maybe 30 minutes in that and yeah. was gone. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess to kind of recap the club ballroom area, I agree that space was very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it was lit. Well, it was, you know, the way it was laid out with the tables and the mm-hmm. chairs and places to sit, like that was done very well. Um, the lighting was all great. Mm-hmm. Comparable. I mean, their lighting was maybe not as quite as good as Vibe, but close to it. Yeah. Their DJ, if there was a low point of that space, it absolutely was the, the, the DJing. And like you said, it wasn't that they would play music and people would get out there and were dancing and people yeah. were having fun. And then all of a sudden it would switch to something else. Yeah. And it was very I, evident because yeah. it would be like the dance floor is flow, uh, f- full, the dance floor is empty. Yeah. <laughs> the dance floor is fl- full, the dance floor is empty. And that's yeah. it's a hard, you know, we've talked about it a lot when, you know, the idea, the hopefully the idea this night is it kind of, you kind of build from mingling and chatting to dancing to grinding on each other to going to fuck. So if you start to like mess with that, it can really yeah. kind of mess the whole vibe of the night up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I've, and I've heard other podcasters and other people talk about how important that mm-hmm. build is to get, you know, yeah. people. But it's also hard. How do you make 400 couples all happy with your music? You know, like yeah. we probably like more of like a new hip, like top hits where somebody that's well, 20 years unless older. Unless you added a, ask the 20 year old, they probably don't like what we like either. Well, yeah, but yeah. then you ask somebody 20 years older than us, they're probably liking a different. So well, I, I don't know that you're going to make everyone happy. So that might just be one of those things that it yeah, just is what it is. I, I agree with what you're saying. My only point would be if it was they were playing ma- music to make everybody happy, there would have been a different crowd on the dance floor all night. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was either everybody was on the dance floor or nobody was yeah, on the dance you're floor. Right. You're so right. obviously, you know, you can say that they're playing to the age of, but it seemed like the majority of the crowd there all kind of liked the same music. Yeah. And were entering and exiting the dance floor yeah. accordingly. Yeah. Um, so I would have played more of the music that had everybody out there and less of the music. Yeah. That, yeah. No, I agree. That didn't. But I agree. I'm not a DJ. I don't know. I'm so. not either. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure, sure that's a hard. Sure. It's harder than it looks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then let's talk a little about, uh, well, I guess a lot about, because there was plenty of them, the playroom spaces. I mean, that was insane. Never have I ever seen a playroom at a, anything i've never seen this much playroom space at a lifestyle event period yeah same not at hito not at Mm-mm. secrets not at there's nowhere else where we've seen this much no. 
area for the availability to play. And I like that they were um, very, you know, areas for everything. Yeah, like um, completely whatever you're looking for, they had, which I really liked because the way that we play may not be the way that a couple next to us plays. And so I think that was really important. Um, yeah, so let's start. So yeah. the first room I want to talk about is the BDSM room. Yeah. Um, and so they had a, ver- a room that was specifically meant for BDSM. Pretty obviously, you walk in there, it's all red lit. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the St. Andrew's crosses. They had this, we call it a sawhorse or the, yeah, the, whatever those you know, the, are. The, 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 you know, benches essentially yeah. that you can, you know, bend somebody over and spank them and whatnot. And they had an actual worker or somebody in there. Did you notice that? Yeah, there was one or two people that I, I assume are yeah. dungeon master ish mm-hmm. type people that are experienced. Um, and I, I think one of the corners, if you wanted them to, do stuff to you. Do stuff to you that was available mm-hmm. um, to you, mostly flogging and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and then there was, you know, three or four other areas that you could just kind of use a- as you wanted to. Yeah. And, and they had all the implements there available to use. I mean, they had correct whips and floggers and paddles. And, and chairs to sit around and watch because I don't particularly want that done to me. But, like, I wouldn't mind sitting there and watching. And we kind mm-hmm. of did that a few times, like, as we were walking by. And I would say from our experience, that seemed to be one of the more busy areas yeah. there was always people in there yeah. either well, watching there's or always dabbling. something to watch right. so i mean like personally i find it interesting to watch yeah we walked in there at one point just to watch uh you know that somebody getting flogged and the, there was three or four people ladies standing in i assume in line yeah and they said you're not cutting in front of us are you like, no hell no <laughs> and i was like oh no i didn't well one i didn't realize you guys were in line but and two that's awesome that there's there's yeah. literally a line of yeah. of girls waiting to get spanked yeah. which is kind of hot in itself um, yeah but yeah that's how that's how busy that yeah room it was, was a busy room um and it was kind of in the middle of everything so like kind of as you entered the ballroom so it just got i think a lot of traffic yeah, which is smart. I think it's smart because, you know, I think because they had the the, the guy in there, they knew, mm-hmm. you know, they knew that stuff was going to be kind of going on in there. Mm-hmm. So I think it was smart, one, to put it there, and then two, that, you know, people could kind of walk by and see and watch and stuff like that. Um, it, was, it was a very good, yeah. very good location. All right, so then the second playroom, which was next to that one, they, they called it the observation deck, playing off the, you know, the mm-hmm. splash kind of water theme. Yeah. But essentially what that was was a, a line of beds against the wall and there was curtains between each bed uh and then they had the liberator what do you call it like couch those things. big couches the big you know, ones like, you can get kind of bent over yeah. on or you know like liberator furniture yeah uh, it's like sex like, furniture it's yeah. really what it is and then on the other wall it had just a line of couches where you could sit and watch yeah and this was my favorite room mm-hmm. to me it did not appear like when you were in there you did not feel like you were at a hotel conference room like mm-hmm. they did it was something about the lighting and the couches it was I like just, a blue lit room yeah it was just i don't know it just worked for me mm-hmm. and i mean y'all they thought of everything to the point like in the bottom of the trash can there was lights Mm-hmm. So you can discard of your condoms or whatever right. you had and you could see what you were doing. Like they literally thought of everything. Yeah. And I like that because Liberator was a sponsor of the event who pro- they provided all of those like basically sex equipment, sex couches and stuff. So you could use them. Right. And then if you loved it, you could buy Go out it. to the lobby and order yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean like. That's really nice because how many times have we been in a club and been like, oh, my God, this chair, this couch or bench or we love this. We need one. Um, So that was actually really cool. I like this room. Um, We played a little bit in this room. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But it was a cool room. It was a super cool room. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the next room we'll talk about is the they, they called it the waterfall room, but very much this is the orgy room. Yeah, and to me, this looked like a conference room. Yeah, it it did. Yeah, some people. So <laughs> we posted a video of it on TikTok, and somebody called it. What they call it? This uh, circus, a, or? a circus homeless shelter or something. Yeah, and somebody else. <laughs> Like Daphne called it, said it like a hospital, yeah. you know. Um, I think it was so because it was waterfall. They did like a play on water, so they did like blue and white and blue right. and white. So it did kind of have that surface circus tent almost. Yeah, to it, it kind of did, and literally it was just bed after bed after bed after mm-hmm. bed. I mean, like yeah, so, so many to, beds. to envision it, it was two wide beds in the middle, the length of the entire room, and this is a big conference room i mean i don't i think um bobby told us it was a 50 that was 50 feet of beds yeah all pushed together and they were double wide mm-hmm. you know king probably ish king queen size beds mm-hmm. uh 50 feet long and then all around the outside of the bed of uh, the room were individual beds yeah. against the wall yeah bed after bed and that was you know on on three of the walls yeah. um so i don't know how many beds were in there but there must a have been lot. 50 beds or more in, yeah. in this Big Biggest playroom I've ever seen. Yeah, I've far. never seen a, you know, I'd say we call it an orgy room and definitely the middle beds were meant up for that, but it's still kind of a voyeur, you know, you can watch each other. Yeah, because the individual beds didn't really, like, you would have to, like, sit down and ask, you would have to, I mean, you should always ask, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but those are definitely not as inviting for people. So if you wanted to, like, kind of be in that environment, but still just play with your partner, just play with someone that you met. You could definitely have a little bit more private space, but yet still be in the huge environment. Yeah. So it kind of offered the best of both worlds. And I don't know. We were in there. You know, we'll, we'll talk about more. We were in there on Saturday night, but I think every bed had people in it. Yeah. I don't think there was an empty bed on Saturday night. No. Matter of fact, I think there were people standing up waiting yeah. for beds to clear. It was also 20 degrees colder in that oh, yeah. room it was than so it was. Nice in there. <laughs> so a lot of people just found them. Like a couple of times we went in there just to. Right. before like, the playing earlier in the night before like yeah. playing had really started we, we just went in there and sat on the beds a few times yeah. just to like chit chat with our friends to kind of cool, cool down off yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely but that was but cool. the beds did have like a waterproof um like a mattress Liner. protector yeah. under the sheets and it it definitely did get i'm not gonna lie definitely did give like a hospital mattress right. type that's smart i mean what else are you gonna no do? no yeah. it's totally smart um and they did have attendants yeah. that literally as soon as you got up they were changing um, they came in took the sheets yeah. they'd like if you know if there was anything they would yeah they had cleaning stuff and yeah. towels and i mean they, they were on it they were on it yeah mm-hmm. they would change that bed in like a minute yeah yep um, all right. So then there was a few other rooms on this in, in a different hallway. Uh, one was a liberator room. Mm-hmm. So this is a smaller, almost like hotel room size yeah. room. Um, but it had all the different liberator, you know, furniture. Yeah. Uh, different handcuff things, different wedges, different. This is like if you wanted to try out some of their stuff, it yeah. had, they kind of had a room set up just, just, just for, for that. that. Like I mean, the, there was literary stuff everywhere. Even in the orgy room, they had quite a few of the wedges. Yeah, so, stuff. yeah, in the orgy room, on you know, every so many beds, they would like, you know, throw a pillow or, you know, like the spacer. What's it called? The is it called a spacer where you put it between your legs oh, and yeah, handcuff yeah, yeah, yeah. your yeah, yeah. legs? They had some of those and stuff like that. But this room was basically dedicated to the right. the pillow furniture and all their stuff so it was pretty cool we didn't actually end up playing in that room at all um but it was a cool room yeah and then they had the laser room which i love the idea of this mm-hmm. so it's completely pitch black and it's just lasers everywhere i love the idea of it but i'm a 
picky bitch. <laughs> like, I, you know, like. I'm a picky bitch. I don't want. Right. You don't want to be touched by somebody you don't know. And that, that's that you the haven't whole, consented to. Yeah. But, the, but, but this is the whole thing. I know we're all about consent and everything. But, like, going into this room, it's completely pitch black. That's kind of what it's there for, right? I mean, like. It's kind of like people are touching you and you don't know who it is and it's hot and you're kind of removing the Yeah, so this is a thing in the lifestyle. Very much. There are what they call dark rooms. Yeah. This is is what this is essentially is rooms you can go in as a group and kind of just touch each other. Yeah. And- and fuck and all the things. I don't know if you do. You do you fuck in the room? Yeah. I mean, I guess you could. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what else do you, to be fair, we've never been in one. We've never been in one. We've heard I love about the them. Idea, but I would have to choose the fifteen people that go in there with me. That's the problem. Fifteen's <laughs> your number, huh? Well, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to fuck all fifteen, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, okay, seven couples, eight couples, ten couples that go in there. Right, I would right, want right. to. You know, want to go in with your group? So I could like, because right. I don't, you know, I. I don't know. I'm just picky. I wouldn't just want anybody <laughs> touching me. Yeah, I've I'm heard about. Saying. I think I was listening to a different podcast, and they're talking about this. They have a dark room like this at, at Naughty in New Orleans. Yeah, they do. And they were saying like you could very much tell like people would stand outside the room, the door, and like wait for people to line yeah. up, and then they'd either jump in the line or jump out of the line. Yeah, and, like, no, I it's get gotta that. Got to be a weird like. Yeah, I don't know. How I mean, you... like it would be like a fun to say. Okay, I'm going to do this once, kind uh-huh. of like. You know, if you're at a party and overall the crowd is like what you're into, it yeah. might be fun. To we should do that like, if we ever do another like mansion takeover like we did last do month. Yeah. Do a blackout room. That would be hot. See what happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah. I'm down for it. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then they had a pineapple room, which essentially was just a pineapple themed room where you could, if you wanted to have a group orgy with like your friends. Yeah. It was just smaller. It was essentially the same thing as the waterfall room, but just on a smaller scale. Yeah. Like scale. four beds in it yeah. instead of like a mm-hmm. hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then um, they had what they called the mocha room. So they actually have something called splash mocha. So I think we should talk about that before we talk about the room. So it's basically geared towards interracial relationships and hot wife relationships. So white women, African-American males. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually brought in, um, for this event, they brought in four males that were vetted, obviously. And I know I'm not sure if, if that's something that you're into. They do have Splash Mocha, so definitely look into that. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really cool. I had never heard of it until we got there. Yeah. Um, so but that that basically this room was that. Right. It's that hot wife type experience. Yeah. Uh, and that room was pretty yeah. pretty busy too. The couple times we 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 didn't partake in that, but the Mm-mm. couple times we walked by there or were in that area, it seemed like there was um that was probably, you know, if not the first or the second busiest yeah. room compared to uh the BDSM room. Yeah. It was, I mean, that's awesome that there's something, you know, because like, for instance, Front and Porch Swingers, we listened to their podcast. They're more of a hot wife couple and they came to this event. And so they were kind of concerned that they wouldn't, wouldn't fit in. Yeah. Fit in the end. And so it's awesome that there is something like this for them, mm-hmm. you know, so. For yeah. anybody. Yeah. And I think that's the nice thing about uh, this convention-y kind of area, you know, like event is that it it can I think it was so big, it, it had more of an ability to tailor to more yeah. people than like a normal club or. A yeah, n- like if you just go to a normal hotel takeover for one night, you're probably not going to find like a lot of hot wife situations mm-hmm. unless you just find a couple that the husband's like. Right. Unless you connect yeah. with somebody beforehand or, yeah. or went to a like front porch swingers, they throw hot yeah. wife events. Mm-hmm. But for a normal event, it might be harder for you to connect with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's all the room. So that's seven. Different playrooms. A lot of playrooms. Yeah. And they were busy, especially Saturday night. Friday yeah. night, they were kind of busy. Saturday yeah. night, they were slammed. They were. 
um, which is good to see. Because I think, you know, we go to a lot of events and sometimes like it seems like nobody's doing, you know, like the playrooms yeah. are nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely on Saturday night, the playrooms were Friday and Saturday for sure. They were mm-hmm. um, busy, busy rooms. All right. I think at this point we need to go take a little break and uh, hear from our sponsors. Okay. Uh, and then come back and we'll spill some of the tea about what we did. All the Splash. naughty things. Yeah, mostly what you did. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, okay. guys. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks. But you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on. And it delays the time that you orgasm. So you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. All right, welcome back, guys. Um, as promised, we're going to spill a little bit of tea about uh, what us and our friends did at uh, at Splash. Yeah, it was a good time. I, and like I said, I mean, we had fun. Um, you know, we didn't do a ton of playing. Like, the majority of our playing was, like, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. But still a really, really fun time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we got there um, Wednesday. Type, these type of events, we typically go a day early. It's just... It makes our life so much easier. Well, we, we have this. to unpack the uh, 14 carts of shit <laughs> that Lacey brings. Um, and so True. if you show up at a hotel when everybody else is checking in, getting those little dolly cart things yeah. uh, is difficult. Um, it's not, you know, a lot of times we're now at this point, we're setting up some kind of booth or vendor thing. We so have a lot of shit. To have, you know, to be able to be there the night before. So that, that morning you can set yeah. up before everybody else gets there. And all those things, it's, it's just nicer to do it. I think it's something we're going to continue to do yeah. as we do more. That's our little like pro tip. Because then you're like there, you're settled as everybody else is getting in and getting settled. We're, you're there. You're at the Right. Pool. Then we can mingle with people. Right, because a lot of these events mm-hmm. is what we're trying to do. We're trying to meet people and mingle with people, mm-hmm. get to know people. Um, it's hard to do that if you're checking in and unpacking at, at the same time yeah. they're they're showing up. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so we got there Wednesday night and again, kind of like we talked about earlier, we, we, Thursday morning, we went down and set up our booth and kind of waited for everybody else to get there. Yeah. And then as people were checking in, we were able to kind of meet people and kind of have a meet and greet, uh, passed out, you know, our, our, our podcast paraphernalia, Mm -hmm. sold some t-shirts, met a bunch of cool people. Mm -hmm. Um, I shopped mainly. The typical flow for us, and this is pretty typical, very comparable to like a secrets or a hito or a, yeah. or very much like a lifestyle vacation, mm-hmm. right? It's you stay up, you party, you party till three four a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, so you typically don't wake up till ten eleven, yeah. And then it's you go to the pool, mm-hmm. and then it's pool party all day. So mm-hmm. from like eleven to like what four five four five yeah six, and right? then you usually nap. Pool party time, then you go up nap. In our case, usually that's the do TikToks. Um, yeah, with all the girls. Yeah, so uh, because we obviously are on social media and we do TikToks and we do have OnlyFans and stuff like that. So we typically, and we want to get something each night because we have our theme outfits and you want to capture all of that. So typically we'll carve in an hour or two to kind of do those right. things. Um, that's kind of our how our days typically. Right. So if you weren't like us, you would nap. And longer get, and get food during that time frame <laughs> between that five and eight yeah. time frame um yeah and then so then um you know you go get dinner and then it's usually get ready for the club and then show up to the club nine ten o'clock something like that yeah i mean i think the thursday night we went down rather early mm-hmm. um we were kind of worried about being late but this it was really more like a 10 o'clock yeah well, yeah 10 that, that's 11. even even like a lot of the clubs we go to, it yeah. seems like we like to get there early to eat and stuff like that, yeah. especially at like trapeze. But normally the clubs don't even get pop until 10, 11 o'clock. Yeah. That's kind of the time when dancing and stuff is happening. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you show up at nine, you're dancing by 10, dancing from 10 to 11 midnight. Mm-hmm. And then around midnight is when people start uh, yeah. changing into lingerie and then start checking out playrooms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so Thursdays, that's what we did. We got up, we set up our booth, met everybody as they came in the door. Uh, once everybody kind of got checked in, we then transitioned out to the pool. Um, we weren't out at the pool very long. Thursday was kind of quiet. Most most of the crowd for Splash showed up kind of Friday afternoon, yeah. 3 or 4 o'clock. Thursday was kind of like the calm before the storm. I mean, it was still a really good day. But yeah, as soon as we got to the pool, it like kind of got like a little cloudy. And so we were probably out there maybe an hour, would you say, mm-hmm. or so? Yeah. Um, our friends, um, with that own tugs were there, which we were pretty excited to hang out with them. And so we, um, we hung out with them a little, and then we ended up going to dinner with them, which was nice. There's a Mexican restaurant down the road. Dinner ended up taking a little bit longer than we planned. I was a little bit anxious. Come to find out, like I said earlier, nobody even got to the club ballroom area until a lot later. So we were really fine. But it was really fun to kind of get away and chat with them. They are so hot. Mm, they are. Like real hot. Yeah, I don't want to say too much, but uh, I like them. Yeah, we like them. <laughs> we did not play with them, spoiler alert. Not yet. But we really want to. We'll see. We got to make that happen. Okay, babe. Okay. So, um, if but they consent, obviously, yeah, <laughs> obviously, but they're a really attractive couple. Um, they've made a lot of our merch and stuff, so we, um, we really like them, but yeah, so, um, we went to dinner and oh. then we came back and changed. Um, Thursday night was like a red masquerade party, they did all of their themes kind of around, like, again, water, like oh. the elements. It was like this was fire, I think, was kind of how they described it. Um, we never wore our masquerade mat. I hate wearing masquerade masks. I know, right? Like, suck. They're not fun. No. I don't know how the mask swingers do it. 
I don't either. My hat goes off to him. Did you um, wear an actual mask or did you do the sticker face thing? I didn't do anything. Oh, yeah. I never even put the sticker on. I didn't even bring mine down to I the I ended ballroom. up burning my forehead quite bad. <laughs> and I will say the first time, and this is, you know, maybe this is like a pro tip. The first time we ever did a masquerade swinger event, we were like excited for it. Oh, yeah. Because let's be fair. That's what you see in movies, right? Yeah. Every swinger party on a movie or in a TV show, they're doing the, the mask thing yeah. where they're wearing the mask. It's right? not fun. It, it is terrible. Those masks suck. They're uncomfortable. They're hot. You can't see. It's like Halloween or something. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just There's no good thing about wearing a masquerade mask. No. But like as we are so... Everybody came to our room as we were getting ready. So I was like trying to hurry and I burnt my forehead pretty bad with a curl. Was that when you burned it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought it was burnt before that. No, I burned it Thursday <laughs> night and like it's still pretty bad. And what? So, like, just sign up all weekend long. Everybody was like, Are you okay? Are What's you, up with your head? Is that a birthmark? I'm like, No, I People burned my TikTok. head pretty severely. And I didn't even have a chance to be like, holy shit, my head hurts. Was Everybody was in our room. There was a lot going on. I was trying to rush. Yeah, I mean, kudos to you because I didn't realize you did it. <laughs> I thought you did it earlier in the week. No, yeah. I did it Thursday night. Mm. Um, but we had some cute outfits. I wore like a like a black and red romper. Dan wore a red shirt. Um, I think you wore like, did you wear shorts because it was so hot? I did, yeah. Um, a lot of times when you're at resorts, places like that, you can get away with shorts where if you go to a club, you need to be a little bit more fancier. Yeah, good pro tip. Anywhere where there's a pool and water and like swimming. Like resort type Yeah, atmosphere. Secrets, Hedo. I don't know about Desire, but I, I assume, assume Desire. Yeah. You can kind of dress. You don't have to dress as nicely. Yeah. Uh, even the hotel takeovers are generally less dressy than yeah. like a club. And they're always hot. Always. Yeah. So definitely men, you can get away with like a nice pair of like dressier shorts. Yeah. Now check, read the, make sure it go on the website, read the rules, check the FAQs, maybe, you know, ask yeah. the question. But for the most part, yeah, if it's going to be hot, we've kind of, I think as the week went on here at Secrets, we were like, less sure. is more, less is more. Like just wear lingerie, yeah. like to the, you know, instead of wearing your outfit and then changing the lingerie, yeah. just go in lingerie. Yeah. Like, we've definitely, we, we do that every time. Like we plan so, like, or I do. I'm well, just, we're planning secrets now, which is in Florida in August. Yeah. And we're like, we need to plan little clothes. <laughs> yeah, as little as possible. Yeah. So Thursday, we, you know, obviously the ballroom club area was not as busy because it no. was definitely the slower of the three nights. Um, and we ended up going into the it's a observation deck. Yeah. yeah. That room that I said I loved with the beds, beds and, and the you couches. can watch. Um, we kind of did some soft swapping, or you did. I kind of watched. Yeah, Dan did his man whore thing that Dan, night, a little bit. I don't know. It's kind of become a thing now where, like, the girls line see up. how many girls Dan can make squirt. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, that's, I'm pretty happy yeah. about that. You and, um, the Hot Georgia couple. Yeah, Mr. Hot Georgia. Yeah, y'all yeah. are a good team together. Yeah. You're both pretty dominant. Uh -huh. um, and so, like, y'all are a good combo. So, like, I started it. I was, like, on one of those Liberator couches. And, like, he was, like, whispering naughty stuff in my ear as you were doing the movements. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Touching your vagina. Yeah, that. That. Um, and it was super hot. And so then when I got finished, um, Mrs. Georgia, hot Georgia couple, did you, she had a turn. And then, then it um, kind of became a thing. Kind of thing. Yeah. And then girls started kind of like lining up. Mm -hmm. um, which and was then there hot. was like a crowd of people watching. Yeah. And I invited a few of those girls. I'm like, hey, do you, do you want, and no, we didn't get any new, we didn't get any new. You had four girls though. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Lined <laughs> up. You had four girls to make squirt and you made them all squirt. So that's pretty good. Yeah. 
Um, and so, and then Dan and I just kind of moved to a bed, you and I, and just, and just yeah. And which honestly, we love. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, what happens if you go to a swinger event and you don't swap or you don't, you can totally just be with your partner. Like to me, that is so hot to be in a public setting with people watching you. Yeah. Like that is my kink. Um, so I'm told I was totally down with it. It was super hot. Yeah, I think that's a good, it's, it's nice that we are so into that, that that can be like, you know, that's an acceptable alternative to, well, if we're just into each other. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, as like you meet couples in the lifestyle, I think you should look out for that because you can definitely tell the couples that like barely interact when they're swinging with mm-hmm. each other. Like we don't like that. No. We want a couple to right. be into each other. Yeah. I want the couple that, you know, right either right after we play or before we play, they're like you can, they're sexually charged with each yes, other. Yes, yeah. I mean, that's like to me that shows like a good foundation. You're yeah. doing you're swinging for the appropriate. Right, you're not looking to find something you don't have yeah. you're, you're enhancing yeah. yeah correct so so we actually called thursday's night pretty early-ish i mean it was still like 2 a.m 2 but yeah. we had a podcast to film or to record the next morning I, I had boudoir pictures so that was kind of we wrapped our night up and went to bed yeah yeah and then friday it was we got up at 8 a.m i think we did recorded the podcast at nine yes and with then bobby I, which is with the one you heard last week yeah and then i did boudoir pictures polly pineapple she is on tiktok and she is also a professional photographer so she came to our room and took some pretty hot pictures of you and i we don't um we don't have a lot of pictures of you and me together like they're all me Let's mm-hmm. just be honest. Yeah. Um, so it was super hot to have someone else take pictures. And she, it was just really cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And then we kind of followed the theme that we've been talking about. We went to the pool, hung out at the pool all day. I don't, they didn't, they have, I think the DJ was there, but I don't think we played any games or anything. I think it was just kind of. No, I think there was games. I just think we kind of, we actually got to the pool a little bit later. I think it was more like 1.30 because by the time we took pictures and then Kylie, the sexy swinger chick, took pictures in our room. Then we actually did an interview That's with right. Influencer, which I thought was going to be like a 20-minute interview. ended up being an hour. No, it was with Liberator. Liberator, sorry. Um, For their blog. Yeah, so it ended up taking a lot longer. So we didn't actually get to the pool until like one thirty. So mm-hmm. there's definitely games and stuff going on. I just think that we were I just... missed it. Yeah, we were just busy with everything. Definitely Friday was more of a work-type day for us. Yeah. Um, would you say? Yeah, no, I think you're right. So, we actually had a class to teach at Splash. Yes. It was very much mirrored on our podcast about, like, swinging in a social media. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I, I forgot until you just started talking about it. I, I got drunk. Yeah. So, we got down. To the, we also got down to the pool at a fairly decent time because our class was at five and you were hammered before we went to our class. I think I had not ate a lot. I think that was a problem. Did we even, even have lunch? What were you drinking even? Because we brought, like, a tumbler down to the pool. I don't know. Oh, we might have brought alcohol. We might have refilled it more than once. I don't know. We ended <laughs> up coming up to our room at four to kind of, like, get our shit together. <laughs> like, let me fix my hair. Because, you know, we had been in the pool. It was hot. Like, and that was completely trash. Like, I sent a picture to our group. And I'm, like, on my back with my, all my legs in my the air. Like, with my fingers doing that. The What do you call that? The lick of vagina motion? Yeah, I was doing. <laughs> Dan was a little bit annoyed. You were annoyed. Yeah, because we had to go teach this class. And it was, you know, that's 
you know, it's our podcast and stuff. So we try to be professional. And Lacey is, if, if you know Lacey, as soon as she starts doing tumbling anywhere, as soon as she becomes a gymnast. Yeah. That's my alter ego. She's drunk. Yeah. And Lacey was gymnasting everywhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> laughing, giggling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we got to the the classroom where we had to teach this class. They had a microphone. She was super excited about the microphone. She started singing. Strawberry one. Yeah. I had to rein you in. You were like, can you please <laughs> put down the microphone? Like, I was completely, like, putting on a performance. It was just me and him in there, you know, right. if, at the beginning. But I was I was just singing, like, my little heart's desire. I yeah. was having... But I will say, you pretty much taught the class, which is typically <laughs> how it goes. How it goes. You are more of like a public speaker. You're more professional. You're more put together. So it, that I mean, even if I wasn't drunk, you would have probably still done that. But I was able to sober up. Right. Basically, by the end of the class, because it had been like two hours since Lacey I, was ready for a nap. I had sobered up. <laughs> yeah. But um, I loved all the people that were in our class. They were all, like, pretty much all of them followed us, except for, I think, like, one couple. Uh-huh. Um, so it was really cool. It was more of, like, a chit-chat, you know, less yeah. formal. Yeah, there was only, like, a dozen people in there, and it was very much a conversation, yeah. not really a class, you know. Like, yeah, it was fun. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we do? Oh, so we went to we went to, out to eat as a group, you know, our Swinger Society group. We tried to go back to that Mexican place, but it was way too packed. So um, we just grabbed wings and then came back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this theme was glow was white with glow. It's kind of a fun. Uh, I kind of like that they did it that way. Yeah, that it wasn't just glow or anything. It was yeah, white it was with white glow. with glow. Again, it was super hot. I wore my outfit for maybe thirty minutes, and then I went and swapped. For you lunch. wore a long sleeve dress. I don't know why you. Didn't I didn't. Plan well, that. I don't know. I didn't really think about it. It was sheer, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like thick material. I don't right. know. Um, but we. So I went and changed. Um, Friday night we did go into the big waterfall room, the orgy room. Yeah, and so Lacey had gotten drunk earlier in the day. Um, that evening it was definitely. Daphne's turn. Yeah, so like... Okay. So if you know our friends Daphne and Daddy Mike, we've talked about them several times. They were very, you know, we're very close and we've known them for years before all this. Mm-hmm. They're one of our, you know, couples we hang out with a lot. Yeah, and, I mean, definitely. Know, we're very our, comfortable with yeah. them. We play with them We've known frequently. them for years, yeah. long before TikTok, long before podcasts. And I had actually taken her to the bathroom because she was pretty drunk <laughs> before we even went. But she was like... I mean, she had only had like two drinks. Like she had not drank that much. Yeah, she's, she's a tiny. She's human tiny. Though, yeah. She was like, "Don't tell Mike. Don't tell Mike I'm drunk." I'm like, "Well, I'm not gonna tell Mike you're drunk." So we were like, and honestly, I knew she was drunk, but like she still was very much like coherent. She right. wasn't like borderline, you know, right. past the point, you know. But so we go to the playroom, and like as things are getting started, right. she, well, we'd, she we would wanted to play with them, so it was kind of oh, yeah. like we knew we all wanted to play. She was probably a little too drunk to play at this point, but we were like, uh, you're okay, right? Like, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, we had played, like, if this was a new couple, <laughs> right. obviously we would have never, but we had played with them more times than I can even count. <laughs> so it was just like, okay, you're fine, you know? And then she got in there and very quickly realized she's not okay. So um, to save her a little embarrassment, we'll just leave it at that. She had to exit. We're not going to talk about what happened. I mean, we're not going to talk about her puking in the playroom in the trash Daphne, can on the side of the Dan, bed. Daphne, that is Dan, not me. <laughs> Daphne, 
can she consented to us talking about it. She said she did no. consent. Yes. Just for the record, any podcast we ever do, we always ask everyone's permission, and she um, she did consent. Um, yeah, yeah. She so got I think it started spin. as like she's laying down and and the world Daddy spinning. Mike was like going down on her, and she said something to the effect is. Is it the room spinning or is it just me? And I was like, focus on. So I was like pointing at the ceiling. I'm like, just focus on this light or just focus on this whatever. I'm like, just focus on. Nick. And we were, me and you were, were kind of like busy doing our own thing. Right. And, and the next thing I know. Yeah. yeah. So like they were starting, you know, it's pretty typical of a play session is you start with your partner and then kind of, you know, swap or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're starting together. They're starting together. Next thing we know, we look over and she has a trash can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so that kind of, they went to bed. They did. They yeah. did go to bed, um, which was fine. And we, honestly, we didn't stay down there much longer after them. There wasn't a big crowd in that room. I think we did. I think we played and finished and then went to bed, right? Yeah. Yeah. You and just I. Just me and you. Yeah. yeah. Just you and I. Um, I think there was like a few other couples in there. The mass Swinger, Kylie and Brad were in there. Yeah. Kylie and Brad were having sex with some couple like beside us. Yeah. They had met a couple and wow. they were, you know, was definitely, didn't appear to be a situation where like it seemed like a couple swap you know right, not right. like we didn't know that couple yeah you know, we didn't yeah. know that couple or anything so um i think signing blaze i mean were in there the mass swingers they may not have been i can't remember but so we just kind of um we just kind of finished with each other so then again so we now have two nights that you and i had just played together which was again totally fine yeah so that was it we went to bed and then saturday was kind of like the big day Right. So to be fair, like we were only supposed to when we had planned splash, we planned it last minute. Mm-hmm. And I think Daphne and Mike were in Daphne and Mike and Kylie and Brad were the only other couples I think that yeah. had initially planned to come with yeah. us to splash. Um, we the month before we had that mansion party. Yeah. And essentially after the mansion party, this we had is such, kind of what happens. <laughs> we had such a good time. Everybody was like. We have to figure out a yeah, way. Yeah. So, to like, get the Hot Georgia couple came. Mass Wingers came. Um, Kraken beers. Kraken beers. Which they didn't came. even go to the mansion party, but I think they just yeah they had just seen came. all the pictures and stuff. And um, the couple L and D came that we kind of talked right, about. L B and D. Yeah. Um. Who else was there that I'm missing? Polly Pineapple. Oh yeah, Polly Pineapple. I'm sorry. I don't know why I didn't think about her. And I, her I don't know. I don't have a. I'm not looking me, at a thing in front of me. So if we've missed anybody, but it was definitely <laughs> like, like everybody came. Yeah, it was definitely like a good crowd. Um, uh, and then Saturday, the, the llamas were there. Oh, yes. So we went with llamas, yeah. which we've known for years, were there. It was really good because we hadn't seen them since December. So mm-hmm. it was really nice to see them. Um, just a lot of, and then of course, front porch swingers. A ton of our followers were there. It was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and Saturday was kind of like the big. Everything like a lot of people came like with just day passes and just came Saturday. So Saturday was like, and we actually had no responsibility. Right. right. The nice thing is we did do our photos, we did uh, our interviews, we did our class, everything on Friday. Yeah. So Saturday we had no hard really times yeah. or dates to do anything. It was nice. Yeah. So we, you know, obviously we slept in because. We, I think we were up a lot later the night before. Um, Probably two, three, four, yeah, something like that. So we slept late and then got up and we went to the pool. We actually got down there pretty early. I think like 11 or so. Yeah. Like we really wanted to make sure that we maximized our time mm-hmm. at the pool. And, um, okay, so like a little story 
about a couple, which Dan thinks I'm wrong, so we'll discuss this. Okay. But okay, so if you remember, I didn't know where you're going, but now I, I know. Okay. If you remember the mansion party, um, there was a couple that I gave him a blowjob at the end as we were leaving Trappies Atlanta. Right. It was the mansion party weekend, but it was at Club Trappies. It was at Club Trappies. He was. They were brand new to lifestyle. I realized it as you know, obviously it asked consent, but I realized it mid stroke and. Stroke, suck, suck, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, I paused and was like, "Oh my god, y'all are brand new. I'm sorry." I didn't think about it. I was shit faced. They were shit faced, and they were like, "No, no, no, this is wonderful." Well, then we talked about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. They were there, and she came up to me and she was like, "Oh my god!" She was like, "We had never swung before. We were so shit faced that we did not remember." Right. I think she was essentially asking you if you were talking about them or not. Yes. They weren't I was, sure. I think their friends had said that they, you were talking about them. But they couldn't. It was they, very, they very fuzzy. Right. It was Which very, is not, that's not what we recommend doing. No, I had, I was, I was, I was very tipsy. I had no idea that, I had no idea that they were tipsy. They did consent. So mm-hmm. let me make that very, very clear. They consented twice. But they did not really remember. Right. Um, they were hazy on whether. It, correct. Yeah. And they were like, they came up to me and they're like, did you, <laughs> did this happen? And I was like, yes, it happened. <laughs> and what was funny is um, another person in our group was like, that absolutely happened. <laughs> now, you don't, you don't think it was them. I don't know. I don't know. It was them. I know you sucked some guy's dick. I didn't get it. It was in a dark room. I didn't get a clear look at his face. He's very handsome. And his wife is beautiful. They're a hot couple, yeah. Super hot. Um, And what's really sweet is she's from the South, so she's Southern, just like me. And she's like, you always bring a hostess a gift. So she bought me a pineapple cooler, which I have been trying to get Dan to buy me one of these for a year. Are they from Target or something? They're from Target. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. And it was like full of liquor. Yeah. Gentleman Jack, vodka. I mean, it has. Yeah, Fireball. Like, she was so sweet. I was like, I got a gift. Right. So... It was kind of our joke right. that I gave him a blowjob and she brought me a gift. But really, she brought me the That's gift. That's a good wife, though, right? She actually brought it to another couple. If some too, girl so sucked my dick, would you give her a no, gift? No, no. Why I'm, not? Because I'm not that nice. But <laughs> she was very. She said she brought it to me because you know we were like right, the hostess. Right, right, they yeah, came yeah. because. But and the other couple, they had met another couple um, there as well at Trapeze, and that couple came to Splash too. I, I don't That's know. That's the couple that I made squirt. Yes. The, the white squirt at Trapeze. She also brought her one. So it wasn't just me. I'm right, not right. that special, but it does kind of sound fun that I can say I gave a guy a blowjob. He doesn't remember it, but his wife brought me a present. Mm. That is nice. Yeah. Sweet. More women, more wives should be that Things way. that only happen in the lifestyle. <laughs> no. But the pool Saturday was amazing. Um, yeah. Several games. A lot of games. And Swingers Society kind of wiped the board. Well, we we had the biggest group there. So here's the key. If you want to go <laughs> to, if there's a competition at a club or a resort and you want to win, um, you don't have to do the best job. Mm-hmm. You just have to bring the most people. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, we usually when we go places, we bring a pretty yeah, good crowd. We do. So, and I think we had the majority at Splash as far as like all in one group. Yeah. The people that knew each other. I think we had the majority. Yes. Yeah, so the Kraken Beards wifey won the Deep Throat contest. She should have won that though. Like legitimately. Oh yeah. She owned it. I don't think she went the deepest on the toy. She had the best but, performance. Right. She dropped to her knees. She bounced. She was hot. She took it very quickly. 
Yeah, it was yeah, The overall performance was absolutely the winner. Yeah, she won. Kylie was also in there, and she also did she amazing. She got second place. She got second place. Yeah. So, like, again, we swept the board. And then there was um, a uh, there was a Mr. and Mrs. or King and Queen of Splash. Yeah. And Daddy Mike won. Which he should have. He did awesome. There's only two guys. I mean, there was a talent portion, and he, he did, did a handstand. Hand <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. But uh, he had his cowboy boots on. Pretty much, if there was a Swinger Society person in the competition, they won the competition. Basically. Except for that one where they friggin' cheated us on the queen one. So the queen was a newbie, which is really cool. It was her very first Swinger event, and she won, but... Who are we cheering for? Who did we cheer for? Right. Who was the one competing for a Swinger Society? Um, Daphne. Yeah, Daphne and um, Kylie. But they would not let Daphne do her talent. Oh, that's right. So her, Kylie should have won. Yeah, uh, oh, and um, Kraken Beer's wifey, she sung. She oh, did yeah. really, really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Kylie twerked. Daphne is. Um, oh, yeah. No, Kraken Beard. That's the one. I think we were all trying to get her to win yeah. again. And it didn't um, Daphne's talent was supposed to be like. She wanted to suck three dicks at once. They wouldn't let her. They wouldn't let her do it. Because you, we, couldn't, you couldn't do sex acts outside. Yeah. So, um, but it was fun. I was super proud of Daddy Mike. He, he was so cute. Um, it was a good, um, it was, it was a fun day. I mean, we pretty much stayed out there till five o'clock, would you say? Yeah, we were out there all day. There was pool games all day long. Um, it was very, it was very entertaining. Yeah. It was a lot of Again, fun. very, you know, again, you know, if you can't, cause it's, it's probably more affordable than going to like secrets or something like that. Um, it was probably comparable. comparable. Yeah. Depends on what. Like so if, if you, you can't fly, fly, you know, if, if if Splash comes to your area, it's probably a cheaper alternative than, than going someplace like Secrets or, or Hedo. Yeah, for Although sure. Although we highly recommend going to both of those places. Oh, yeah. Do them all. Yeah. yeah, do them all. <laughs> um, so for dinner, okay, so Saturday, Dan was drunk. I was pretty drunk, yeah. You kept taking fireball shots. And I mean, like. Like, you took, like, five or six. Yeah, I did. Like, one at the was almost like you had a mission to get <laughs> ship based. And so, I had to get ready, and I had to, like, wash and dry my hair, which, ladies, you know, it's like a whole thing. So, Ashlyn, who works for us, drove you to Panda Express to get our dinner. I think she said I held her hand as we... Oh, okay. Well, she's vanilla, so that's really right. wonderful. More of, like, for safety reasons, not because oh. it was flirting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, y'all went and got us dinner. We ate in the room. Um, this night's theme was water. So, it was like deep blue under the sea. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, as a mermaid. Right. This is probably crown. your favorite theme, right? Well, I'd never done that. Like, yeah. I never had a mermaid theme. Um, but I did wear a long skirt. And, again, it was so fucking hot in there. You so. wore it for like two minutes. Yeah, and then I wore, like, turquoise panties, basically. I don't even know if you call them panties. They had, like, snap crotch. And um, it was it was a fun night, though. Uh-huh. Super fun. Everybody looked so cute. I yeah. loved everybody's. And you wore a shirt that said Mermaid Security and, like, a captain's hat, which Daphne took and wore pretty much all night. Yeah. I had a crown. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, and the club was packed. Yes. Oh, uh, God, Again, yeah. the DJ started slow, but by the end of the night, I think they switched out DJs. That They had that girl DJ DJing, and yeah. it, it got pretty good. Towards yeah, it was good. Um, it Definitely, I would think Saturday night was by far the best. I'm sure they saved their like best DJs and stuff for Saturday night, I would imagine. Um, you got to dance with a special someone. I did. I did get to dance with Brenna from Front Porch Swingers. Look thank, at you, thank Mr. You, Brenna. Stud. Yeah. 
in a little dance. I mean, I danced with her for like five minutes and she said she had to go pee. So I don't know. Maybe my. I mean, like I say I have to go pee when I want to dip out. <laughs> yeah, no. So maybe. Did I get dipped out on? Maybe. Brenna. You're breaking my heart, girl. <laughs> it's okay. So we ended up going to back to the orgy playroom. Right. With basically everybody. 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 So we assembled the crew. And this is our typical. This is our move. Like, we're going to the playroom. Right. And we yeah. get everybody in our group, mm-hmm. and we bring them. And so that 50-foot bed that we talked about in the waterfall room. We probably took up half of it. We <laughs> easily had half of that Yeah. Bed. It was fun. Like, at one point, so I kept my crown on and my pasties. I had um, <laughs> seashell pasties. Yeah. So that's basically what I wore, my crown and my pasties. And then my pearl necklace, an actual pearl necklace, Um was what I wore. And at one point well, I pulled an actual plastic pearl necklace. That's what I meant. Like an actual <laughs> Right, not no. not not jizz. Is yeah, what you're yeah. Saying. yeah. And at one point I pulled the crown off and I looked up and the mess swingers, um, the Mr. Mess Swingers, is having coffee or, you know, fucking his wife Wearing with the crown. crown. It was hilarious. I think it like was... every like you said something and like the whole group like stopped and like just yeah. kinda laughed. Yeah. Yeah, so it was super hot. And everybody was in there. Obviously, we all started out individually, like, with our partners. Mm-hmm. But it very quickly mm-hmm. kind of turned in what to what we do. Um, I did something super fun. What, what did you do that was so I did fun? airtight for the first time I don't, ever. What, what is this airtight term? Can you? I don't know what that means. I have to be careful because we are... It's all right. That's okay. a burner account. Okay. So, um, Dan was in my vagina. I was. Daddy Mike was in my back door mm-hmm. and Brad sexy swinger chicks has, or fiance was in my mouth. So right. all holes were filled. Right. So that the term airtight means all of your orifices are. Yeah. It just like everything aligned. I was just drunk enough. I was just feeling myself just enough. It just, I'm not, you know, a big anal person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not my like cup. I mean, I'm definitely getting better at it. You are too big for back there, to be yeah. honest with you. I mean, we've we've dabbled in it. If anything, so. I'm jealous of Daddy Mike getting the fuck yeah. your ass because I haven't got to do that for months. <laughs> so we did that. It was really hot. Um, we maybe all, years. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I can't even remember the last time. Yeah. Um, we, um, you obviously, we you know we swapped with Daddy Mike and Daphne. Um, we swapped with D and L. Which, I mean, he is so fucking hot. Oh, my God. What about uh, Blowjob 2.0? Blowjob 2.0. You don't even remember. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So that couple, that couple that I'd given the blowjob to at Trapeze, I gave him, he, me and his wife gave him a blowjob. Yeah. And he touched me and played with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I touched her a little bit. And then the other girl that you made squirt at Trapeze, we kind of, you played with her some. some soft swap. And her husband, you know, touched me and stuff too. So it was definitely. We soft swap with two of those couples. Yeah. Definitely a hot night. A lot of squirting. Mm-hmm. I mean. We destroyed that half of the bed. Yeah. It was super hot. <laughs> it was super hot. So, um, I mean, you you squirt. Now, Daphne is, since Vibe yeah, has, yeah. you know, squirted. Yeah. And then LB. She like. She can across the fucking room. Yeah, it's, it's like, hot as fuck. Yeah, it's super hot. So you get you three girls going. It's you can you can go to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, some of our group didn't make it in there. I don't know why, but I mean, it was that that playroom was definitely you have to be very very comfortable 
with a lot of people watching. And it it was dim lights, but still not super dark. You know, mm-hmm. it's pretty lit. Yeah, for that's. Blame I mean, Rant. to be fair, yeah, like that's that's I think our like element where we love we love group play in yeah. in open settings where there's other people having sex and people can watch. Like, that's like I love that. I yeah, think that's same. me and you's like favorite thing. But that's that not is for not everybody. something for everybody. There no. are several couples that will not even go into a open. Yeah. group. You know, they're yeah. private rooms only. They just yeah. Because you know, there's a lot of like stress and anxiety. It you know, is. if that's not you know for us it turns us on. So it's like yeah, it motivates us. I think to play more and harder and like do all the things mm-hmm. right so yeah. other couples it's a complete turn off and yeah they, they can't yeah. oh yeah we love that and then like and, and literally on saturday night like every single bed in there was full so like mm-hmm. if you got done you could like roll over and watch and like the swing with llamas were at a bed like kind of Near us, yeah. and they were like just them two and it was actually really really hot like mm-hmm. i enjoyed watching them there was just a there was just sexiness no matter where you looked it was uh-huh. super hot um and that's kind of like how our Saturday night. No, it, that's not how it ended. No, no. But I, I will say, so we, you know, we play, we were in there for I don't know a couple hours or something, uh, and then we all got up to leave and we went to the pool. But as we're walking out, like people are like high fiving us and stuff. Yeah. It was just funny, you know. Yeah, what I mean, like it's it just really like, oh, good job, guys. Like, oh, hey, yeah, hey, I like what you're doing there. Keep <laughs> it up, you know. Like, yeah, just such a weird but it is fun, very you weird. know. Like, it's very weird. Yeah. yeah. So we ended up going to like the pool hot tub area and that's where the rest of our group was um they were out there yeah and it was nice i mean it kind of reminds me of like that sunday at secrets where we're you know in the hot tub and pool and just kind of like decompressing yeah kind of reminiscing about everything that happened mm-hmm. and just kind of just spending like some like quality time with each other in a weird you know like in a way you know what i mean we just kind of like a weird fucked up way that you just fucked their wives right we just stuff. all had a great weekend and we just kind of all had a minute <laughs> in the tub or in the hot tub or in the not the tub the pool yeah and just kind of decompressing and chatting and people you know some of the newer couples that we've mm-hmm. now seen a few times at different events we got to chat with them and yeah. um and then uh one of them ordered pizza oh yeah oh my god it was thank so you. good and then we ended the night with pizza at 4 a.m yeah. mm-hmm and then off to bed. We did. And I actually had to get up at the crack of dawn. So we loaded the car <laughs> up and everything. I, well, you. Yeah. Lacey went to bed. Dan packed up everything. No, I packed the stuff in the room. Uh-huh. You put it in the car. Yeah. That's it. So difference. we were up till probably five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And um, I had to get up at like 730. Yeah. And then you got up at 730 to go make it to a, a baseball tournament. Yeah. But I did it. I made it. I bet um, you were sucking. <laughs> oh, I just stopped twice because I was like sick. I was just like. All that like alcohol and heat and just like not sleeping. I was I was I was worthless, but I was there. That's yeah. all that matters. Um, and so I mean that was really our splash. I mean honestly, I had the best time. Yeah, splash was you know we've we've talked a lot about. I feel like every time we do a podcast, we're like that was our favorite event. <laughs> but, it's definitely up there. Yeah, splash. It's was. up there with like a secret and like a hedo. Um, it was just like a next level hotel takeover. It's just, it's hard to compare something that's one night to like a four night yeah. or, a, you know, or three night yeah. event. It's really hard to compare those, but by far the best hotel takeover I've ever seen. It was like to. a hotel takeover resort is mm-hmm. what it felt like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was good. And they did, it was very well organized. The signage, I mean, it was just executed exceptionally well. All right. So what is your pineapple rating for Splash? events 9.5 9.5 mm-hmm. what was yours what did we get hito was 10 
I don't know. I'm in the, it's a nine. It's a nine. You're in the nine areas. Yeah. It's you got to be careful. You keep trying to give everything tens and nines. No, and, I don't. I do not. Yeah. All right. We had to keep a spreadsheet of what yeah, we give everything. I've lost track at this I point. I have too. But have to. it's definitely, you know, up it's there. It's up there. Uh, Highly recommended. Favorite, probably favorite hotel takeover experience thus far. Yeah. Um, they do have Splash Fort Lauderdale coming up in September, which we may be going to. We don't know. We're on the fence. We're on the fence. We want to go. Um, just if, trying to get everything. Yeah, just all the kinks worked out in our schedule and everything. I mean, we had that much fun. <laughs> um, and now, I know they've already announced they're already selling um I think it's like 75% sold out or something at this point. Oh, Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. They're already selling for Atlanta for next year. Yeah. And then, of course, the Splash Mocha. I'm not sure the dates on that, but they have quite a few um, events. We'll link their website in the show notes. Again, Bobby and your whole Richard, thank y'all so much for having us. It was a blast. Um you know, just just to be super transparent, we um, did get a slight discount on our room. A little bit, yeah. like a three hundred dollars off, mm-hmm. something like that. Like it wasn't. We still paid a lot of a lot of money. It was not cheap for us to go. But I think that's important for people to know. Oh yeah, like, that's fair. You know, yeah. when so most of the time we always pay for our stuff. Very yeah. rarely do we get to go anywhere for free. We always are out of pocket. You know, a decent amount. But um, it was a good time. Yeah, and if, so if you're interested in any splash events, you can go to splashtakeovers.com. Uh, check them out and um. I think with that, in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, Email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.